don't mean anything But thanks for listening yeah. Hello everybody, welcome to We Say Things, episode 37, sponsored by Absolutely Nobody, Suns fan here with Cinderman. Greetings, salutations, Man. how are you? I'm good, friend. Shannon. I'm good. Good. How I'm are so you? Glad. I am very... I'm actually trying to fix my sleep schedule because of the casting and whatnot. It really did a number on me, Cinder. I'm not going to lie. I've been tired the yeah. entire day. I've struggled. It gets harder when you get older. It's rough. That's what she said. Actually, that's yeah. definitely yeah. not what she said. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, that would be a great development, I guess. That's true. Unusual. It's but. called rigor mortis, Cinderin. It's okay. It happens to everybody. <laughs> All right. So I, I wanted to talk about one quick thing. I didn't want to talk about this uh, when it happened because I wanted to know the results first. So before we get started, I had surgery a few months ago. Did I even tell you about this? I can't remember. Um, I'm not that good of a friend that you would tell me about important that's, things, right? So. It no, was uh, no. okay. So I've never had sur. Have you had surgery before? Yes. Okay. Tell me your story first, then. Uh, no. Surgery on what? <laughs> was it <laughs> circumcision? Doesn't count. Oh, wait, you did not circumcise. No, never mind. No, I did. Doesn't count. Oh, no, you either. had that. So that's another one for you. <laughs> that's true. That's my first surgery. Did you have like a actually, broken okay, leg or something? Uh, or we can talk. Thing, okay, that. let me tell you about it. But actually, I need to look it up first because I'm not sure how to what this is called. It's a oh, penis. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called the same in English, actually, right? Yeah. I had a pilonidinal cyst, if you know what that is. Sure don't. Okay. So basically, especially, it's more prevalent in hairier men, basically. It's like, <laughs> basically what can happen is that an ingrown hair gets so ingrown somewhere in your body, and your body uh -huh. starts like, kind of panicking and turning it into it turns into a cyst and okay. if it reaches a certain point and doesn't empty itself out you need to have it surgically removed because basically it, it even if you like pop it if you will it refills itself again wow it's so like you, a refresher to, okay basically yeah so you so need to you need to have that closed would you consider yourself a hairy man is my first question i'm definitely hairier than the average yeah why do i not get that feeling when i'm with you quote unquote because i with shave you. have you seen my arms and legs shannon you've seen my arms and legs can i can you show I'm your fucking arms monkey on camera, please show your arms yeah, sure is that really that much more oh, mine's no, like you're so hairy bright. too that's why it doesn't stand out to you but for the okay, average person is your chest hairy yeah how hairy I'm showing that on cam though <laughs> all right describe it as vividly <laughs> as you can how hairy <laughs> is your chest because I'm half Middle Eastern, right? I should be really hairy, but I don't consider myself very hairy at all. I'm just like honestly, I just maybe an saw my I just being. saw my arm hair in the camera shot, and it d doesn't show it very well. It's denser than it looked. Okay, I it's, believe you. I do have pretty dense hair, and I've. It's not a competition, Cinderin. No, it's not. But yeah, I have it from both my dad and my brother are also very hairy. So okay, that's runs in the. So when was this surgery? How long ago? Uh, it was when I lived, I want to say five years, four, four and years. what location? Maybe? In the butt. In, actually in the butt? Yeah, I kind of couldn't sit very well for a couple of days. So you it's, couldn't play Dota? I believe it's the, most, it's the most common place to get it. I think the oh. first day or two, I was lying sideways on the couch playing Zelda, <laughs> uh, the train tracks game. What was that okay, called? I couldn't Spirit tell you. tracks on the Nintendo DS or whatever. So what 
did, how did the surgery like what in let me start over i'm very tired mm-hmm. how does the surgery okay. go like do they have to put you out do they just yeah, numb it so and they do it there they put me out they shaved really? my ass and then they <laughs> cut it out and then i had to fl- basically had to flush for like one to two weeks twice a day what does that mean for to flush? make sure it, there was a hole in my body basically okay. that needed to rebuild so to prevent that stuff builds up in there there's like a lot of pus that will rebuild and stuff oh yeah that's so you need to hot. flush it out to make sure that it doesn't refester and then it closes itself and i haven't had a problem since so it went very well wow well congratulations on for your butt you're, i'm guessing your butt's very i might actually be one-upping assist. you on being <laughs> saying something gross I, on the podcast i will say it's my butt i don't think has one i mean maybe it does but it's not hairy at all like the the out right. the regular the cheek area is not hairy at all, unless you're talking about a different area. But you know, okay. So that brings me to <laughs> to my this thanks for ruining the podcast. Or this is sponsored Fantastic. by nobody, by the way. Just letting you guys uh, know. If anybody, uh, yo, we got some hair removal service that want to sponsor <laughs> the pod. We're ready. Actually, we did get reached out. Anyway, uh, so surgery for me. This was about three months ago now. Um, I so. I don't exercise very much, Cinder. I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, it's something I'm trying to fix. I know Never it's a would shock. Have I know. Uh, I have been playing a game called pickleball. Have we talked about this at all? Pickleball. Pickleball. It's a stupid name. It makes no sense. It's like if you asked me, if you came out of nowhere and you were like, "Hey, have you heard of pickleball?" I would be like, "No," but this is absolutely an American sport. There is no way. It is anything else. So but the man. guy that created it, it's just named it's after his It's a sport dog. named after Pickles. <laughs> All right. You shouldn't be talking. This is named after the guy's dog named Pickles, which is a normal name, unlike Onion. Okay? Just Pic- throwing it out there. Pickles okay, and why Onions. Is pickle a better name? It's not called Onion. It's called Loishan. It's a big difference. Pickle be pickle. It just sounds better. It's a good word. Okay? Anyway, stop ruining the story and let me talk. Okay, so I've been playing this game called Pickleball, which is a cross between tennis and ping pong. It's like you're a giant on a ping pong table. I know that sounds weird. That almost sounds like tennis, but it's like a paddle. It's actually really cool. And you play with like this wiffle ball, so you can hit it really hard and it doesn't go that far. Is that another food? Wiffle ball is just a... Don't worry about it. Anywho. Wiffle? Sounds like a waffle. it, it, It does look like a waffle because it has holes in the ball. Okay, I'm going to Google wiffle ball right now. Yeah, by all means. It, it just means oh, it doesn't wait, get as much the... air. I'm sure you guys call it something else. Wait, what other sports does this get used in? It's ba- wiffle ball is like basically baseball, but with this ball. and Baseballs have no holes in them. It's a different form of baseball. It's the same game you're playing, but you use a different bat and a different ball. It's just like softball. Same as baseball. So then, but the why huge. make a different sport if you make if you use the same bat? It's for old ladies that can't handle real baseball, Cinder. You don't want to get That's the crap. That's very beat sexist, out of you. Shannon. All right, go on. And men. Okay, so anyway, I've been playing pickleball, and for whatever reason, I've had this issue in my legs. Okay, where mm-hmm. my feet would go numb, and my calves would just like hurt really bad after like ten minutes. And That's, I was, that ain't good. Yeah, that ain't good. Like the the more. The, the the feet going numb thing was really scary because, you know, diabetes and all that stuff. Uh, so I go to the doctor and they tell me that I have, you know, the funny thing is I don't even know the name of this. Uh, the, the specialists are called varicose vein specialists, but 
Uh, it's not a varicose vein. So essentially, there's a vein in each of my legs. It's something I was born with that it's supposed to help your blood flow. It's like a supplementary mm -hmm. vein, okay? It's supposed to help your blood flow down into your feet, essentially, from your legs. But it's doing the opposite. It's going up. So it's fucking everything up. So what they so, do... Yes? So your body is constantly numbing your legs. Yeah, I've always had bad circulation in general. Um, so, and I'll get to that in a second. So what it does is it goes backwards. So what they do is they literally cauterize the vein. There's no way to actually fix this. They just destroy the vein and then like it just fixes itself over time. So I got the surgery. They actually put me out for it. It's like this whole thing. I have to mm -hmm. shave my own leg. I actually cut myself because I'm not good at shaving syndrome. It was really bad. They <laughs> shaved they my whole leg. cut yourself so they didn't have to do it together. <laughs> <laughs> Please cut yourself on the way to the doctor's <laughs> office. I had to do one leg at a time. So it was one leg and then... a few days of recovery until I, I mean, I walked pretty much right away, but it's painful and whatever. And then a few mm -hmm. weeks later, I do the next leg. Uh, and it also fixed, so that, I tested this out recently. It's been three months and it's fixed the numbing thing. It's also fixed another thing, Cinderin. This is the weirdest mm -hmm. one. I've had this problem since I was a, a kid and I just always assumed everybody had this problem. You know, like when you're standing in a just an endless line, it feels like at Disneyland or the airport, mm -hmm. you're just standing around. Within five minutes, my legs have always just started to throb horribly. So if I'm at Disneyland, after the entire day, day is over, my legs are so fucking destroyed. Like beyond, like I need to sit. I feel like I need a wheelchair half the time. Do you think that there might originally have been a connection between this and your restless leg syndrome thing? So that's that, that's what I thought. It might be related, right? I'm like, because uh -huh. I was asking all these questions because I went in for the numbing, right? The numbing mm -hmm. issue. And I'm like, will it fix this? They're like, yes, this will fix this. Will it fix my my mm -hmm. issue of standing a lot and hurting? I said, yes, it should fix that. Then I asked, will it fix my RLS? And they're like, depends. Some people it gets better, some people not. It's actually gotten worse since the surgery, but that might be in my <laughs> mind. Apparently, it's well, not now real. Well, your legs actually are so. functional. So now they're not numbing themselves anymore. Yeah. So now they can actually move all the time. So that, that's, that is that's, a, I'm trying to envision how this looks in the body. Like the blood is flowing in one direction and you have like two spots where it's pushing it back. Right. That's But it's like it's a supplementary but, vein. Like the vein's not needed. Right. So there's still stuff coming by, but just part of it would get pushed back the wrong way. Right. And now those veins have been destroyed. They're gone. And you said supplementary as in not everybody has them or everybody has them, but they're usually facing the other way. They have them. They're just, okay. it's been a long time since they actually told me about this, but it they're, it's not a necessary vein to have. If it's right. working, it's great. If not, fuck it. Get rid of it. And it worked. So, so it's that's kind the first of like surgery I've ever had. thing you get removed that is, uh, a lot of people get removed that is kind of optional, but can get cancer. What's that called again? Uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Wait, say it again. Like, it's the thing that you can get cancer in, but it's not tumor necessary for your body. So quite a lot of people get it removed. Hang on, let me oh, see the what prostate. the translation is. No, <laughs> no, not the prostate. You don't need prostate. Uh, the cecum. Cecum appendix. Is it called appendix? And yeah, maybe it's appendix. Is it a thing that bursts the, on your right the side? The translation here is cecum, but that might be the British version. That sounds delicious when you say cecum, but uh, that's it's, just I guess it's the appendix. Okay. Anyway, appendix. so that's the first surgery I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, I don't, how did you react to getting put to sleep? Because I was a little bit scared about that for some reason. Just 
Um, was it good for well, you? Or? I laid down and then I passed out. So it was pretty easy, honestly. So the first surgery <laughs> on my first leg, it was the same. I couldn't believe that I just couldn't remember anything. I was just out. Second surgery, I woke up as they were still inside my leg and it hurt. I'm like, oh. like, don't worry, we're almost <laughs> like, done Get now. Get the tranquilizer, Ellen. <laughs> but uh, other than that, it was fine. So that was an interesting. No, I didn't wake though. up at all until I was way out of. That's good because they were probably real deep in your ass. Okay, so probably uh, one thing I, I just want to mention because I did say last time that we would talk about it, the the Oscar bet that we created. We haven't talked about it yep. since. We still need to mm-hmm. work out those details. So we'll keep you guys posted. Okay. Let's get on to Dota-related topics, no, Sindarin. because okay. I should just said Oscars. We need to talk about push-ups, Shannon, because last episode, I said I can't do a push-up. And I was well, like, I'm going gonna, gonna to go try it again. Okay. So I went downstairs, and I got professional supervision by my girlfriend. <laughs> and as it, it, I think it's a question of definition here, because for me, a push-up is when you're down to 90 degrees, like it's where you get all the way down and all the way up. And she said, not everybody can do that because it's about your range of motion and like the, you know, the dimensions of your body. I can't do that. I can do push-ups. I just can't go all the way down. Is and it that's what I thought was a requirement or something? to be a push-up. Maybe. Or it's like, I don't know, maybe the dimensions between how big your chest muscles are relative to whatever. Because... She said it's the same thing when you do bench pressing, where depending on some people that are more compact and smaller, the range of motion is different. And when you're pressing against your body, it's always relative to, to a range of motion, how much you can do. Mm. Um, so I guess I can do it. And I just always was trying to go all the way down. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do a push-up. I can't believe it. Um, all right. We're going to have to get video so evidence on this, and it. I will tell you whether it's a push-up or not. Okay? I. Your description is does not suffice at this point. Okay. Now, my question well, for you is: Do you know what your wingspan is? I still wouldn't want is? it to be the punishment, but if it has to be, we can do that. Oh, I didn't. We can discuss the details later. Do you know All what right. your wingspan is by any chance? Uh, so if I stretch both my arms to the side, how far? Yeah. Don't guess. No, I'm pretty, just asking if you know. No, I don't know. Okay, we'll have to revisit that. But at I some have point. I have really long arms. Yeah, so if you have really long, long arms, legs, that might affect so. your push-ups. Potentially. That's what I think too. Okay. It's just the dimensions between my upper body and my legs and my arms are, I think, a bit unusual. But I don't know. Either way, Shannon, I'll train hard until I can go 90 degrees, okay? I'll do it that, for you. That's what she said. Okay, so uh, apparently, Cinder, we are the third best content creators in Dota 2. Thanks, guys. Wow. I didn't even know we Who's were nominated. Above us? Uh, that's a good question. Let me scroll down it, here. This is voted by Reddit, by the way. Yeah, this is Reddit. Um, apparently, it's really far down there. I need to actually control Number one, to find this. Dota Alchemy. There we go. Number two, Sir Action Slacks. Okay. All right. Rigged. These awards don't mean shit. <laughs> okay. They're actually if listed. Slacks... The best content creator is literally listed last when I go to this thing. That's That's not good. That's the least important, apparently. If Slacks gets second... There's something wrong with this because Slack should definitely be getting first. Come what, on. What content? Okay, name one piece of content he's made this year. Uh, I don't know the names of them. That's what's so beautiful about it. Yeah, that's what I thought. You don't really know. You're just laughing <laughs> at something you see at an event, and it's always Slacks or Malistrix or them both together that have come up with something <laughs> stupid. Malistrix is not on here. It specifically says Slacks. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. I mean, Malice is just, just like, like the, the guy in the shadows. It's just you know? like the Oscars. They Slack's obviously paid to get second place. Mm. Yeah, we, we also paid with all the sponsorship money that we got. So thank you guys for that, for sponsoring yep. the show. Thank you to our very special sponsors. We bought sponsors. third place for um, $20. Wow, that's actually steeper than I thought it would be. <laughs> I can't afford that. Uh, so anyway, thank you to the community for voting for us. Um, I saw that when I was looking back at the threads, there was nominations for Dota Cinema as well, but it was actually for We Say Things specifically. So I don't know if our votes got you know split into two center. Maybe we got first place oh, if you combine them. Yeah, I might have actually. It's okay though. So what do you get for doing more than one thing, Shannon? Just be a slacks. Do one thing. Just clown. That's his thing. That's what he does. He clowns. Okay, so... This week, Cinderin, matchmaking update came out. I think it was like a day after yes. our podcast. So you seem very happy about it. So yes. let me just read what this is, and you can give me your thoughts. So we've removed variability in the amount of MMR you can gain or lose from a match. This means that there will be no longer matches that give results of plus 10, minus 40. Do you want to go line by line, or just read the whole thing, and then we'll just discuss. keep reading. Instead of matches giving 25 MMR, solo games will now give 30 MMR, and party games will give 20. We have more confidence in the impact of a player on a game when they are solo compared to in a party, and thus we are willing to move a player's MMR faster slash slower, depending on that. And then the last point is we have removed the fast, slow queue and replaced it with ranked roles and ranked classic. To play in ranked roles, you need to earn roll queue, roll queue games by playing matches while selecting all roles. This is unchanged from before. Ranked Classic has replaced the slow queue, and it does not let you select roles. We are making this change because the slow, fast queue concept has not been successful in producing good quality games. The end result was slow queue timing, uh, slow queue waiting a little bit longer, and then forcing very bad quality matches on the entire player pool. I can attest that this is true. We think it's a fair requirement to enforce that if you want to have the advantage of playing a specific role, you have to contribute to the matchmaking system by sometimes playing other roles or just queue role less as in previous years years thoughts i can tell you anecdotally from from the moment this patch dropped my average game is like infinitely better like whatever specifics they changed this made my enjoyment of playing the game so much higher so what i'm thinking is so basically i agree with everything it says by the way that's one thing i think these like big span games are not good where it's like your massive favorite or massive underdog and if you win it's amazing and if you lose you're like whatever but it sucks for the winning team, right? If you get like 10 MMR or whatever, 15. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the idea of solo MMR being higher, assigned a higher numerical value than party for the purpose of how accuracy, I think is also very fair. Um, over the course of time, it doesn't really like, it's basically a way of placing people more correctly quicker. It's not a way of placing people more correctly in general. Because, you know, if everybody played 10,000 games, whether you played party or solo, you should end up around the same spot mm. in the end. But with a small sample size, party games will be very non-representative. Like if you play 100 games in party and 100 games in solo, your solo win rate might be like 52% or 50 or something. And your party one might actually be 70 because you're playing with a good player together. But as you rise, the games will get harder and over time it would stabilize anyway. So that's really good. Uh, And yeah, the thing that I'm absolutely the most happy about in the wording of this is that they they just own up to, we tried this thing, it didn't work the way we wanted, so we've scrapped it. 
<clears throat> that has me very hopeful because part of it that's because the, they didn't have rank rolls before this, right? Or they did briefly as just like a battle pass thing, but as like a permanent. No, we had feature. rank rolls permanently. We had rank rolls without the matchmaking changes that they were experimenting on. I feel like it's been one and the same. Or it depends what iteration you mean. Like right before this patch dropped, mm-hmm. we had ranked rolls only with fast queue or slow queue, right? But they were experimenting every like week on something. Like it wasn't necessarily these we changes. Had, we had fast slow queue for at least a month, maybe a month and a half. Okay. We had this concept. And it it just it actually when that got introduced, the game got worse. And I think what happened was so from my perspective, right, they added this thing where if there's any player in the game that's seven point five KMR or higher, there are no roles. It was a way of trying to help the very high bracket players uh, generate games of high skill where you didn't have to wait for that 5k MMR support so that you could fill a game, and then the game got horribly imbalanced. The problem was when they added that thing that the algorithm could now start fetching a random 7.5k or higher player, and then suddenly it had a valid match because now it didn't need rolls anymore. And I'm guessing with this fast slow queue removal and the changes that they've made that what has ended up happening is the player pool is just way bigger because there's way fewer people that roll queue specifically. So now it has a way higher chance of finding an eligible match across the board. Um, my games have, on average, I think the like gut feeling, the average MMR in my games is up by 500 to 1,000. Mm. That's Tasty. a landslide of difference. It's like crazy how much that matters for how good the games are. Um, so... From my perspective, super awesome. In the lower ranges, so this is what I don't know about this change. I don't know how noticeable this will be. Some people will be annoyed. Man, I can't get my role every game. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, this is a really serious fairness concept. I just think this is super fair. Mm. And I think if people can have the mindset going in, okay, maybe I'm not playing my mid lane this game. You learn a lot more about Dota if you don't play the same role over and over and over all the time. Like getting a different perspective... So you understand what it's like playing support. Playing better support will make you better in mid as well. Because you understand some dynamics of the game differently. Like where to move when, how to help, how to get runes, where to tell your supports to ward. You know, all this stuff. And understanding why they can and can't do things in the game instead of just being like, lol noobs, no wards, you know? Uh, I mean, they'll still And do the that same for the other way around. If you're a support and you're, you try to play mid a couple of times, you're like, wow, okay, when I'm support, I should probably think more about this, right? No, I I agree so, in principle. I don't think that yeah. it'll have quite that effect for many people. Right, toxicity will still prevail because uh, there's sure, but didn't no it anyway? That. Like yeah, that's the question. Did. Like people got their roles, but they were still being dicks. Of course, because so people now they are can just be dicks. dicks over the roles. Yeah, right. it's like I feel like that's kind of. <laughs> I don't think that's where we solve toxicity by just putting people in boxes. No, I agree. It's about a mentality change or the game encouraging that mentality change somehow. And I'm, you're not getting rid of it ever. Like, I mean, I'm, if I'll you really want to roll, if you, it, if you play party games, you can still queue for all roles technically and still get tokens, right? Like that's unchanged uh, as far as I know. If you are... It's, you a, it's relative to the size of your party. Yeah, you get yeah. less. If you're a five-man party, I think you get one. Yeah, and I, I think I this is so. perfectly fair because if you truly, like me, for example, I never mm-hmm. want to play position five. It just ain't happening. It means I'm going to get somebody to queue with me as position five, and it'll be that much easier for me to actually play. 
Just get friends, basically. Get I mean, the, the alternative is if you do queue all roles and you get into the game, as soon as the roles are assigned, you like, I play everything else than five. And then there's a very high chance you get some role that's not five. Maybe uh, you need to bite the apple. Uh, well, the apple? The saying, is it? I would love to uh, bite an apple. We, no, we have, we have a saying in Danish, bite, bite into the sour apple. I don't know if that translates to English. I guess it, it sounds delicious, but uh, oh, it's the, sour, so it's not really nice. It's, it's you like don't, you get whoa, the idea. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, we're stopping this podcast right now. Hmm? You don't like sour okay. apples? I don't mind. It's a saying. It's like okay. No, I don't care if, about the if saying. The idiom I need to is know biting right into now. the sour apple. It's relative to all the sweet ones, which are perceived better, right? So you what's have a, to take what's the What's considered one. a sweet apple? What color are they? It's called bite the bullet. Somebody says that's true. That's what it's called in English. Oh, what's that? Of course, in English, it's bullet instead of apple. Oh, who do- I mean, that's a, just classic American. You know, do you no like red apples? There. I can't stand red apples. Yeah, I, I like all apples. Green apples are the best. Yeah. Okay, there's they're, no discussion. They're good in different things. I would say the green apples are probably also better in like cooking overall. Yeah, that's possibly true. Anyway, yeah, matchmaking uh, is much better I now, this. I think, as a result of this. Ever since they added the... I mean, early on in their experimentation, I thought the games were really good. But then they started putting yeah, this fast queue in, and they instantly got garbage for me. Of course, mm-hmm. this is still a small sample size, but it feels like that's just a consensus all around. So this is just a win-win I've in been having, most respects. I would say... I haven't fully kept track of it, but I would say about half of my games have three or four players from the top 100 in them. And the other half generally has the majority of players in top 300. So it's really good. And there's going to be the outlier once in a while where there's a player that's like rank 1k or 1.5. But in the past, I've had games where I'm ranked 200 and everybody else is ranked 2.5k. So it's like a world of difference. It's way more enjoyable. So, All right. Awesome. Well, Big thumbs we're very up from happy. here. Thanks, Valve. Uh, Dream League Season 13 Major. Uh, we just got done casting the qualifiers. The group uh, stage. Me and you. You and me, I should say. What did I say? You said qualifiers. Group stage, that's right. That's not the same thing as qualifiers. Uh, Cinder <laughs> and I cast, and I cast with Kezu as well. He was really good. Both of you, he was invited to Dream <laughs> that's League. Good. It, it's good that he was good at least. Yes, he he was excellent. You were, you know, yeah. whatever. I was there. Uh, yeah. You will both be there now, right? At Dream yes. League, if I'm not mistaken. He was just invited he's, a few he's days starting ago. starting today, actually. Oh, that's awesome. He's there so, now. Yeah, he's he was really good. I mean, I expect I didn't really expect him to be, you know, a bad cast or anything. It's just because uh, I he's watch his well-spoken. stream all the time. And yeah, he's well-spoken and yeah, he's a fun guy. So glad that worked so, out. So as far as I understand, as far as I know, Kezu is... Uh, doing the event today, Wednesday and Thursday, and then I'm doing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But I think oh, he's going to stay okay. there. I don't know if he's going to do some guest appearance after that. But uh, cool, yeah, he's he's working the three days that are happening right now. So I'll check so, him out. As far as the group stage went, uh, the upper bracket consists of Nigma, Fnatic, Secret, Vici, IG, Alliance, Navi, and EG, which means the lower bracket is Team Aster, TNC. Beast Coast, Chaos, Esports Club, that's a mouthful, Team Liquid, Pain Gaming, Reality Rift, and Virtus Pro. Uh, the lower bracket is best of ones. Uh, we yep. got to cast Group Round C, one. and mm-hmm. 
This is the only group I got to watch. I don't know about you, so maybe we'll talk about it just a tad. Yeah, we, I only really... I, I watched very little else, I think, outside of it. So in our group, as we said, VP and Reality Rift got third and fourth. Uh, fourth and third, technically. VP was... I don't know if you caught day two, Cinder. I don't think you were casting that one. That was some mm. of the worst pro Dota I have ever seen from VP. They played so badly. Um, there's a guy on Reality Rift named... Hustler, who played mm-hmm. Rubik. And this is not an exaggeration. You may have seen a post about this. And first of all, he's a really good Rubik, so I don't want to like make it seem like mm-hmm. you know he didn't do a good job. He stole Song from Naga five times in a row. Literally five times in a row. How is that possible? It was so incredibly bad. Didn't save Mirror Image the, one in time. In the past, it would, impo- it would be impossible, right? Because you would just use Riptide. Yeah, but now that Riptide is a passive, you need to ensnare or mirror image. If you song, you can't ensnare because everything right. around you is invulnerable. Mm-hmm. So you have to save mirror image. But most of the time, you enter a fight, you actually have mirror image running. So it's it's more forgivable now than it used to be. But if you lose to the same play two or three times in a row in a match, you need to adapt. It was literally so five, five times, times is in a row. not. Yeah, that's that's bad. So overall, VP, I thought, I mean, their roster, I don't know about the two new guys, if you will, but like no one, Solo and Resolution, they're really good players. No, no one played mm-hmm. especially bad, I thought, in this these group stages. So we'll see if they can turn it around. Uh, what did you think of this group overall, though? Uh, I think it didn't go the way I expected. I would have probably put VP bottom two, but not fourth. And mm-hmm. I definitely thought even if they lose, they would win a game. But they got 2-0 twice, and they did not look great. Uh, IGN Alliance would have been my picks to go through, so that doesn't surprise me too much. And overall, the games that we cast, Alliance and IG just clearly look better, right? So I think I think it's fair. And we had an awesome game between the two as well, 75 minutes. Oh, yes. With some dope items in the end to finish it off. We got so. the Apex Drow Ranger along with the <laughs> Fusion Rune Drow Ranger. Uh, I think somebody in chat was telling us that they did test it. I keep forgetting to test it, but you can cast it on other people. So yeah. that just kind of shows that even they are not super familiar with these 70-minute... I mean, nobody plays as many 70-minute games as me. Like, I'm the only one fortunate enough to be a part of that. But maybe I can coach one of yeah, these teams so in the lucky. future. You know? <laughs> uh, but we'll Dude, see. I'm, I'm happy if I don't get to play 70-minute games. Yeah, it's, it's very stressful. I might stressful. be one of the few. I think a lot of people would love to try it a, a couple of times. I'm like, eh, you know, I can imagine it. I can, I can have nightmares about it instead. Then. <laughs> yeah, it, it was very, it, they were pretty, I mean, they were probably going to win anyway, but they were lucky in terms of like, if you had to choose what items to get, those would have been two of the three uh, for sure. And they got them. So, yeah. Yeah, overall, pretty cool group. Um, we'll see how they do in the actual upper bracket, which I guess by next week we can talk about all the results. So looking I forward think to that. Realistically, based on the play that we saw from these two teams, they both have a good shot at top four. And I think one of them will make it to top four, but I don't know who. And I'll almost guarantee at least one of them makes top six. I would be very surprised if they both yeah, don't make okay. it there. I, don't. I mean, the fact that they can't go into the best of ones now ensures that at least it will be best of three and based on how they played i think that's probably pretty accurate uh so what are your predictions i don't know did they i guess it already started so i can't actually make predictions on uh on my app the dpc app 
Uh, it's it. broken anyway. You can't even open it. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, what do you I predict? Saw, I saw a post that when you press the press the app, it just closes itself instantly. It doesn't yeah, but that work. guy that guy was using an iPhone, so that might be the first problem. Oh, yeah, that's if you use an iPhone when you switch it on, it should switch itself off. So that's fine. <laughs> that's uh, I can't couldn't say it better myself. Uh, yeah. uh, so let's see. Let's let's pick our favorites to make top three in no particular order, and then call it a day. Okay, you go first. Secret. Vici and IG for me. Really? Okay, I was gonna go secret uh, Vici and who? The third place is really hard. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Alliance. Alliance third. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I could see it. That's kind of a wild card. I feel like the top yeah. two strongest teams, Vici and Team Secret. I think that's pretty clear. Honestly. And they're in the same group. Yeah. That's the crazy part. I mean, EG could easily do it. Nigma as well. I don't know. It's it's tough to say, but should be a good tournament. So we'll obviously talk about that when the time actually comes. Uh, speaking of tournaments, ESL One Birmingham was announced. Cinderin, it's going to be May 29th to thirty first. Yep. Were you at the last? I one? was not. I've never been to Birmingham. Oh well, maybe this podcast will help you. Rise to fame, so they actually invite you to ESL <laughs> One Birmingham. I might uh, want to go. It's not that far from me either. It's pretty easy. Yeah, you do live in a good location for that. Everything's far from me because yeah. there's no NA tournaments except for ESL One LA. Uh, yep, that's true. So, in sad news, I guess you could call it, Gunner has been kicked from NIP, aka Ninjas yep. in Pajamas. Uh, do you have any thoughts about this? Because I remember we had a discussion, but I want to see. Like before this went down, I want to see if you remember yeah. any of it. Uh, I don't remember what our discussion was, but basically what happened with very short notice was that NIP removed Skitter from their team and then they got a mid player to replace him and Skitter was playing carry. Uh, so they got Tanner, they moved Gunner to carry and then they played this tournament shortly after. I mean, I need to drink some water. Oh, me too. Jinx, my friend. Chug it, man! I, my voice is wait. Is where's rust. your Tumblr yeah. thing or whatever you call it? Tumblr? Well, I forget what you call your little bottle of water. You usually have. You call it something like I'm, a stave or something. Oh, starts with an S. Stein. Stein. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where's your uh, Stein? It it's in the dishwasher. Oh no! That's why I have two of these, Cindrin. I <laughs> it, never run out. Yeah, I have two glasses now as well because one glass is not enough. So it's time to start on number two. Cheer. Hmm. That looks like a Dota glass. <clears throat> is that a Brewmaster? Um, it's Invoker. Oh, close. And the other one is Crystal Maiden. Is this is this a that's, Dota glass? That's, that's, that's just a regular glass. <laughs> that's just a normal glass, Cinderin. Uh, one of them has almost lost all of its print. So I was imagining if it could have. <laughs> I think You're this your, might have been a Dota mind. glass that lost all of its print. It might have just been the Dota Two logo. How? Often do you wash a glass for it to be completely gone at this point? Mm, I've had these for years. Yeah, but you and the quality, the quality of them. the prints are not well. I, I don't stop using them. That's my secret. I use your down. Stein and put a Dota yeah, logo on it. I use my Stein it. when I can. Anyway, continue with the, um, the yeah. Gunner. So, so Gunner was moved to carry. They. They played this tournament. They played their practice. I guess it didn't really work out. 
And <clears throat> obviously, NIP, both the team and the org, is not happy with this kind of results where you go to a minor and get last place, right? So yeah. uh, not just that, but if it was one-off tournament, shit happens. You know, you go next. But NIP have not been looking good for months. And they've tried stuff that didn't work, so it's time for a change. And I think this was one of the ways to do it, right? You've taken your mid player, you moved him to carry, you didn't really like what happened. At this point, you need to choose, do you keep Gunner or do you keep Tanner? And they've had Gunner for a longer time, and they haven't really found success, so maybe they feel like Tanner has some sort of different potential, and then they'll find another carry player. Mm -hmm. um, I completely understand NIP making changes. I don't think the roster that they had before or the roster that they had just now had the promise that they would be looking for. Uh, but, you know, you have to play with what you got. Um, I didn't really see the immediate synergy between the players in multiple ways. Um, so we'll see what they find now and if that solves the problem. But yeah, NIP are, are not looking great right now. Yeah, they definitely had some struggles. So the thing I was alluding to is our original discussion when Gunner joined. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I said that I, I wouldn't even call this inside information. I've just been hearing things, let's just say, without naming names, that... Uh, about you know personalities because I'm always interested in right. the dynamics within the team and if they would work because I feel like and again I'm biased because it's me but I feel like if you show me a team of five players I will be able to tell if I know enough about them I will be able to tell you if they're going to work together mm -hmm. and I was like there's no way this is going to work I think Gunner's he, he's a good player uh, I think he's actually a, a good personality as well but maybe a little sensitive at times and that just will never mix well with somebody like PPD, I feel like. It was just, for me, it was written in stone. It's just never going to work. I don't know if that actually has anything to do with what happened. If it was just purely play, I have no information on that at all. But I, if it in was the end, the result is not clash, a, If it was a personality clash, I think it would have been more short-lived than it was. Because they did play together for, I mean, a couple of months, right? If, if you can't work together at all on a personal level, you would have switched one of them out in the... In the Tanner round, right? I feel like a couple of months yeah. is still pretty short, though. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that, but it's Dota. So True. The Wild when West. When people get problems, it were. yeah, it, it can go quickly. And this is even with an org like NIP that have signed contracts and everything, things can move quickly when it needs to happen. You know? At the end of the day, the org is looking for success, and if you have a dysfunctional team, most of the time the best move is just to let a player out of their contract and find a different solution or at least bench them, right? But yeah. benching a player also costs you. That's why the orgs a lot of the time will want to just release the player entirely from their contract instead of trying to sell them because if the player is in a position where they don't think they can sell them at the current time to any of the other teams, then you're basically hemorrhaging money by just having them on the bench because as per the contract, they're entitled to X percentage of a full-time salary by being benched. Because, yeah, but right, like, I think, if you're benched, you're not playing for another team, so you're losing opportunities. Like, Sumail aside, which we'll get to next in this next mm -hmm. topic, but I, I don't think benching is really a strategy in Dota. Like, it, it doesn't it work doesn't in this ecosystem. It doesn't very good. No. You know, it, because of the structure. If there's, a, if there's more structure, like a League of Legends, then yes, you can absolutely get it, because people are going to be buying out those contracts or whatever the case may be. But mm -hmm. Dota is just too, too random, I think, for that to work. Uh other than the oddballs, like perhaps Sumail, which we still don't know how, a lot of information on. But yeah. uh, there's been rumors that he will be going to China, Cinderin. In yeah. fact, he said it on stream, quote-unquote, by accident. Sure that was, a, that was yeah. 
It was some uh, porn level acting by Samil there, I think. Um, yeah, possibly. Or he could just be yeah. a really good actor. I mean, it's it's next and level. You never know. There, there is that meme again with I was just pretending, Shannon. There it is. Mm. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't think so. It doesn't make sense. He doesn't speak Chinese. Why would he play for a Chinese team unless it has international components? I don't think there's any team coming up with that. Uh, I don't know if he would want it anyway as a person to live and play in China. Um, some people will play anywhere in the world. Others won't. I don't know if Samil is one of them. Um, yeah, honest, honestly don't know. I don't really know what the look at or what the perspective is for Samil right now. But this China thing, if it turned out to be real, I would be shocked. Actually, really? that would be the biggest surprise for me. Yeah, it would be a really big surprise. I would not be shocked. Actually, well, what team can you envision him in in China? He right would now? be in a team that is not Chinese. It would be a Chinese. Okay, org. so he's right. But which which team would you assemble right now that plays in China? I have no idea. Just the scraps right. of. Who, I mean, so you can. Thing, oh, here's the thing. I'm, We're talking about maybe. China money. You can poach anybody. We talked about poaching sure. in like last week or the week before. Anybody can do it. There's no rules. So why not? Where you have a shit yeah. ton of money to deal with. I don't know. I could well, see Samuel it. Samuel definitely is money driven, right? He said that in a TI interview. It's like <laughs> money or fame. He's like money. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, of course. Yeah. Uh, some will well, take fame because I think a it, lot of it comes with money. I mean, right. you could argue that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, what can you buy with your fame, though? I mean, you can sell your fame. You I, I wonder out. if I wonder if there's any way at all that PPD and Samuel are can actually bury the hatchet and move on. No. I personally don't see that happening. No. Uh, it's not because I don't think they're... I think they're over it, honestly. I like, don't. at some point, things get better. Uh, even if you were on bad terms, over time, depending on the people and the... Yes, But we true. don't know exactly what happened. Things can definitely get better. Uh, I think they're on better terms, but I don't think they will play together. That's my guess on this. You, you said you'd like be shocked if if he plays in China. I will be mm. mega shocked if they ever team up again. I don't think yeah. any way. I especially for NIP, where I think right now a player of Samael's value will probably not want to go to a team like that. Right. That's also the thing I have with this whole China thing is if he's not joining a current top Chinese team, isn't he just shooting himself in the foot? He's like. His stock is insanely high. Mm. There, any team that wants to make a shuffle at a high level in like the top eight of the world would be looking at this guy as a possible player. So why would he force himself into a team that struggles in minors or some team that just gets thrown together in China unless they pay him big money, right? Like that's mm-hmm. got to be the only reason he would do that. So, but yeah. Um, but I would expect something to be announced about him in the next few weeks because we're getting to that time I where sa- i think he said two weeks oh, already okay yes, well there you go i'm so a prophet we will hear something cool uh okay and then the last topic uh actually th- i wanted to say this reminded me of when i was part of dc th- there were discussions and rumblings about this being a possibility and i always thought it would be so cool of course this isn't really a thing now but we had heard that zhao ate mm-hmm always wanted to come and play in the U.S. And I just thought, I was thinking at the time, like, wow, that is, that would be, it's a high risk because he speaks, mm-hmm. he speaks a little English, but not very well, obviously. There's yeah. going to be a huge language barrier. Then the whole culture shock uh, that comes with it. 
But that would be so cool to have somebody like Zhao 8 just playing NA for a year, don't you think? That would be just... I don't know. Like I feel like a lot of people would want to play with him. Yeah, you agree? For sure. Yeah. NA could use it. They could use a good player. <laughs> um, so... Sure. I mean, he, how old is he <laughs> at mean, this point? Good lord! He's a dad. I don't think he plays anymore. He he coaches one of the teams, and then mm. I, I realistically I don't think he's coming back. But maybe I don't know. If he Do does, think I think that... he stays in China. Though I think his perspective has changed after mm. getting a kid. Do you say. think that it? Let's just put that back in the like. Let's say a few years ago, this did happen. Do you think it could have been successful, or is it just would it could have been doomed? I think. Yeah. You think that could he's, work? Somebody he's, coming over he's that, that doesn't caliber speak any? that I think it could have worked. Yeah, I think so. But at the same time, it's a bit of a burden, right? Like if you're the captain and a drafter and you can't communicate your ideas very well, that can be a problem. But at the same time, I think this guy would be able to learn to communicate better relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of the time, Dota isn't about throwing around advanced vocabulary or making complicated explanations. It's about keeping it basic and simple and understandable for everybody. Um, and sometimes the concepts are complicated, but can be explained in a relatively simple way. Um, and the challenging thing is understanding it, but not understanding the language, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, okay. Just like you can use simple words to explain rocket physics, but you're just like, what the fuck's going on? Rocket science or, you know, quantum physics. Fire, air. Mm. <laughs> like, uh, if, you, if you put it in layman's terms... Something, even something really complicated can be, you can understand the basic level of it, but when it gets advanced, it's just, it's wrapping your head around it that's the harder thing, not the language itself. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's yeah. true. Okay, uh, last topic. Do you have any predictions for the post-major patch? Yes, I do. Give it to me. There, I think we have the same prediction. We Probably. both think neutral items will absolutely get changed in the form they are. But um, how? Give me your I'm gonna okay. So let me let me quickly look them up. I'll I'll give you my take on what I think should happen. Not uh, do do you want that or do you want the actual prediction? Because there's no, things I, want, I think should happen that won't happen. I feel like we've we went over what should happen last week. So okay. let's talk about so what, what you I think, think will happen. happen. Okay. Yes. I think every hero will get a designated item slot. Uh, out of all the things we talked about, I think it's more likely to happen. Um, it's probably the best like compromise between scrapping the idea entirely and keeping it the way it is right now because you know they've put in a lot of effort a lot of the items are super cool i'm still not too big a fan of the concept of it entirely but if you limit if you like mitigate the way that it works i think it can be like a fun little addition instead of like a really core thing of the game it's obviously still important right because everybody has an item slot but you don't get these like ridiculous three neutral item heroes at 25 minutes that are just like bosses and if you're a support and you get one item, it helps you, but you're not suddenly a support that has Craggy Coat, Essence Ring, and Pupil's Gift or whatever, or Dragon Scale. Like you're not. We actually had a game that we cast in this tournament with an IO that got almost the dream items, and it was fucking stupid, right? So yep. you're still going to have an IO get an Essence Ring, which will be amazing, but at least it doesn't also have a Craggy Coat or a Dragon Scale and all these things. Then he has to choose. Um, I think that will happen. I think Repair Kit will get removed. Um, I, I don't like the concept. I don't think it belongs in the game. I feel like a lot of other people will have pushed for the same, so there's a good chance that gets removed. Uh, that's the only item that I feel pretty strongly about getting removed. Uh, there might be a couple of others that do, but that's the one that needs. I think Trusty Shovel will get reworked a bit. 
the concept is a bit weird right now. Um, either it stops digging up bounty runes and it gets lower cooldown, and then it can dig up the other things reliably, or you just redesign it in a way. Uh, I thought of a cool idea for Trusty Shovel. What if there's a 1% chance uh, that you die? Or that you dig up another shovel. Or you dig up Roshan. He moves you and just beats the shit out of you. That's your death. That's pretty good. (laughs) Dig up Roshan. (laughs) It's like a Roshan egg, and then you have to sit there and sit on it for five minutes, and then Roshan comes out, and he fights for your team. This is a Slacks idea. I don't know. I'm starting to sound like Slacks for sure. <laughs> you have to nest that yeah. that baby Roshan egg. And of course, it'll come with cosmetics. Okay, anyway. Uh, is that it? Because yeah. I got some um, as well. I mean, we're we're getting some hero changes, right? There will be some heroes. Tree uh, nerfed? Yes. Heroes way yeah, too I think Tree will get nerfed. Jesus. I think... I think... Man, I don't know what to do about Io. Um, you could delete him from rough. the game temporarily. Uh, that's a very bad solution. Um, uh, what else? I think Doom will get nerfed a bit again. Probably a nerf to Disruptor as well. He seems really favored right now. Like we don't have to go into details. Like the the heroes at the major that are getting the most love and are picked the most and are rated the highest will all get nerfed a little bit, right? Yep. As per usual. So it's more about like this the overarching things that I like looking at like concepts such as neutral items what happens to the concept or what happens to the map like is something being done about it being super radiant favored supposedly I think in the tournament before the minor the last LAN radiant had a 60% win rate I think and it's not that ridiculous if it's like 20 games but if it's like 50 or 100 it starts mattering um, so maybe something will be done to limit Radiant's uh, advantage. We thought this patch might balance it out a bit better, but it seemingly hasn't done Can I, as good of a job as one would have hoped. I know that we've talked about this before, and people, this is probably the most triggering suggestion that I have, and we've mm-hmm. talked about it again. Like so you want the times. map mirrored. Do you think that will ever happen, symmetrical? Where map? do you put Roche? Uh, you have two Roche pits on each side of the river, and, and it random, spawns... He spawns, yeah. The one he spawns in first is random. Then when he dies, he spawns in the next one the next time. Do you think there's any like everybody hates this idea because league is symmetrical, which I didn't even know when I suggested this, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I think it just makes it boring. I, Everything gets the same. But I feel like the heroes are so like league is boring because of the heroes more than anything, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Right? The heroes are just so different and powerful in Dota that, and plus this makes it easier for people like newer players to learn the map, right? I'm not a I'm not against mirroring the map because it's what League did. I personally I am of the opinion I don't care where the concept is from. If it's good, put it in. We got inspired mm-hmm. by Heroes of the Storm with talents. It works great. I don't care that it's from Hots. All this elitism with my game better than yours, we can't learn from each other like fuck that, dude. Put in make the game the best you can, right? If somebody else has a genius idea in the real world, you're gonna use it. You're not gonna be like, oh man, these shoes are really fucking cool, but unfortunately, you know, they were made by Riot, so I'm never going to buy them. And people are probably going to be <laughs> like that, right? But you, you get the point. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's something functional that makes your life better, like, go for it, right? Um, so if, if the game is great, then... Or there's a good concept, put it in. The problem I have with it is that... I, I'm not against it because it's from League or that they have done it. I'm against it because I feel like it takes away part of the charm of the map. Like, 
having the map be asymmetrical and having these unique spots for juking or for specific lineups to fight better around specific areas and stuff, I think it's a really flavorful thing that is lost. And mm. I don't think the gain is worth it. I think there has to be another way of so, balancing the map. So it doesn't have to be flat out 50-50. I think that's almost impossible. Well, it's uh, not if it's if it's mirrored, right? If so it's mirrored, the win rate the, will not be 50-50. The, I mean, it, it's still going to be... I mean, of course, it's never going to be 50-50 exactly, right? But like your argument mm. is actually the best argument I've heard. But I feel like it's that's more of a nostalgia thing than an actual gameplay thing. You're bringing up example. I, I don't want to get into this argument because I don't really care that much anymore. It's been so many years at this point, but I, I just... I'm interested to hear what people think, you know, of stuff mm-hmm. like this that's somewhat drastic because that is technically speaking from a competitive standpoint the best move to make. In so terms what of you're saying is even. if you mirrored the map you would always play bottom left. You so that's your choice. It would be your choice whether you want to mi- okay. actually play from the bottom left going up because technically speaking like everybody uses their mini map on the bottom left, right? So in theory um, it's most more people. it's more efficient to play on dire just from that aspect, because you don't misclick your minimap as much, right? Or is it... Yeah. Well, if it's bottom right, you also don't misclick it, right? Well, as radiant, you don't... Oh, that's true. Yeah, either way, if it's on the right. But nobody's... Most people use it on the left anyway. Because when you're mm-hmm. radiant, and you're running back to base, or I forget what the scenario is, but you sometimes click your minimap by accident. It's just a small thing. Just very small things. It doesn't really matter that much. All right, is that your full list? Because I got a list, Cinderin. Um, I mean, I have a couple of things I would want tweaked, but I don't know if it's worth going over. Well, you're you're the judge and jury. You tell me. Okay. Well, you know what? I'll just quickly tell you what I, neutral items I want changed. Okay. But this is what I want, not what I think will happen then. Oh, well, we're changing the topic so, then. I don't know. This this is my prediction so far. If you want to hear the rest, I'll tell you. But And the rest of the story. Okay, if it's just a couple, go ahead. Yeah. So Let's I think mango time. tree should be removed, okay. personally. Uh. Yeah, weird item. Clumsy net, lower cast range. I would like Essence Ring to not heal, but just increase your current health. That is the solution to the IO problem without making Essence Ring bad on any other hero, right? So currently, Essence Ring gives you 420 health and heals you 425. What if it just increased your current health by 425? So it's not a heal, but it's just a flat increase, if that makes sense. Then... Yeah. Then if you do that on IO, you don't heal your ally for the amount, but you still get the health, which yep. is kind of that's the a very item. actually very elegant uh, change. Um, craggy coat. I would like to give minus move speed. So it's a craggy coat, right? It's heavy. You lose <laughs> the lore a te- you lose implications. A, yes, I mean you lose a tech uh, attack speed from it, right? But what if you also lost move speed to just as a nerf? Because then you need to choose. Okay, do I want to be tanky at the cost of mobility? Because right now it's it's a non-factor, right? You're any support. This item is god tier because you don't care about your attack speed. Mm-hmm. You just get thirteen armor for free. That's fucking amazing. It's like two k gold. You could also Insane just lower item. the armor. Sure, but that's kind of a more like less elegant solution in my opinion. Because then now you're just comparing it to plate mail, right? That's kind of what ends up happening is that it becomes plate mail mm. at that point. That's eh. then you could remove it as well. That's another option. I wouldn't mind seeing this item gone that's a different one i think uh i'd like to see enchanted quiver changed so it has that's good (laughs) so that it has an active like you know take aim on sniper right that you can activate that and get one hit for bonus range 
if Enchanted Quiver was that way, so you can choose when you want the long-range hit, the item gets a lot better, because now it's in your control. If not, you could just be wasting away your high-range attack when you don't want it, and then you don't have it when the fight starts. You're not in control of when you want it, right? Yeah, that definitely makes it better. And you could lower the cooldown by one second or something. Yeah, remove repair kit. And then I think telescope should be changed, either moved up a tier and buffed a little bit, or removed or lowered on the aura stats on the current tier. Because mm. they're that item to me is too good. Yeah. Okay. That was my wish list. Okay. So things that I think will actually get changed. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the well, I agree repair kit will be removed. I think that's the most annoying one right now. Um the neutral item net worth issue, I think that will be mm-hmm. fixed in some way. Okay, um, do you have a suggestion? I sure don't. I think okay. I like the idea of just adding a monetary value internally to for each tier. respective item. Okay, uh, for each respective a, item, not for the tier. Yeah, because within the tier, there's obviously, they're not balanced. <laughs> some of them are really right. bad and some of them are really good, which I think and is fine. And then an item like Royal Jelly has a value until it's consumed and then it doesn't, or then it still does? Royal Jelly just gets cut in half net worth-wise for whoever has it. Okay, so if you use it on yourself, you infuse yourself with 250 net worth, for example. Right. Okay. I think that would be... I mean, I understand the negatives that come with it that we talked about last week, so we won't get into it, but I, I think that's just... Of the ideas I've heard, I think that's the best one. <laughs> just saw a suggestion um, in chat. That's really good. What's that? <laughs> Give everyone a shovel, but nerf it heavily. <laughs> just have these, like, 10 players running around digging for treasure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's no different than the battle pass every year, so why not? <laughs> I mean, we're, so funny. <laughs> I really hope that doesn't happen, anyway. but it sounds so funny. Uh, I think oh, that... We haven't talked about this that much, but I think bounty runes will be moved. The two that are on the outpost, I think, will be moved somewhere else. I like the idea of if you, like, it needs to be a risk reward situation. If you're able to control both outposts, you shouldn't be able to get all the runes as well because it becomes too snowbally. So I like the idea of Wait, moving so what, those what, two what was that again? Move the two bounty runes that are attached to the outposts. Yeah. So that it's not an automatic thing that if you get the outpost, right. you also get like half the bounties at minimum, if not more. Because it just this becomes is something more you think will happen, or something you want to happen. Okay, I I, I cheated. It's it's something I want. That's something to happen. you want to happen. Yes, I actually I think cheat. that's a really good suggestion, but I Thank don't know you. where to put them. Anywhere it doesn't matter. Um, but I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. Uh, and then one thing I think will happen is I think fort fortification will be nerfed. Is it just me, or are they just way too good? They just stopped the entire push. Yeah, it's way too good. Like maybe because they did buff it right in the last or like one of the patches recently. I think it'll get brought down at least a little bit, uh, which I think is important. And then the last thing, Cinderin, that I think will happen. Mm-hmm. I think Void Spirit and Snapfire will be put into Captain's mode. And oh, true. I think they will both true. get Aghanim Scepter, which I of course would like to discuss with you. I I didn't even think about this until the podcast started, so I haven't really given it any thought, but. Would you like to make suggestions with me on okay, what ags a, they can get? They can I have? totally forgot about that whole aspect of them not being in CM. I I think maybe one of them makes it in, but not both. But actually, you know what? No, no they'll probably. Both. You're probably right. They'll both be put in CM. Maybe be nerfed a little bit or changed a little bit. One of them or both, and then give them go for a spin. Yeah, that's true. I totally forgot that. Ag suggestions. Uh, okay, you do Void Spirit and I'll do Snapfire. Because I have not played Void Spirit yet at all, but I have okay. a really good read on Snapfire. Okay. Uh, so. so Void Spirit, I've, it was pretty difficult now that I'm thinking about it more because 
the first thing that comes to mind is the ult. But if you give him an extra charge on his ult, which is the first thing I thought of when he was originally introduced, it's way too good. Like, way mm-hmm. too good. So I don't think his ult is going to be touched at all with his with Ags. I think it might be with his Aether Remnant. I don't know if this is even good, but actually it must be good. Like, let's say you place an Aether Remnant in whatever direction. It'll also... Mm-hmm. Uh, create a second one in the opposite direction does that make sense yeah do you think that's good i don't know how good that is so one will get really situational it does what if it's four like a cross is that good that what if it's just a whole circle there you go it's like electric vortex basically i feel like it'll be something with aether remnant because the other ones just sound too generic like dissimilate you would create like a bigger aoe maybe but that doesn't sound that good though you know, uh, maybe with the 25 talent, it would be good. But either way, I don't think it's going to be a crazy, a crazy Ags. I think it's just going to be something that's kind of meh, and then they'll micro buff over time. What do you got for Snapfire? Right. Uh, so the best thing I can come up with on the spot like this is that you can cast Fire Snap cookies on enemies, and then they get stunned. Ooh. So... Currently, you throw it on an ally or yourself, and they jump in toward the enemy and stuns in the area. But mm-hmm. if you could throw it on an enemy hero, then they will be pushed toward you and then get stunned on the ground well, themselves. Toward and the whatever, Toward whatever direction they're facing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, so they can see it coming and then move the opposite mm-hmm. direction. But they the reason it's stunned. It, the reason it could be balanced, because having spells like that that force enemies out of position is really difficult to balance it's kind of if you think back on the earth spirit pull when the old geomagnetic grip just pulled an ally that shit was so broken when you could do that from level one like you just moving heroes around is one of the most powerful mechanics in the whole game is repositioning so the reason i could see this being balanced is that it has a travel time and you can react so you can turn around or you can dagger or you can bkb whatever it is and then that could be uh some sort of utility if it's not that um i i don't know how you would do it with mortimer kisses right because they would since you're manually clicking them you can't do anything in the meantime so you would only change that ability to do something extra from what it already does, like more hits or I agree. More I don't slow. think it would be the That's ult. boring. Yeah. Um, I was originally thinking shredder. it would be fire snap cookie gets two charges. Oh, yeah. You could give two charges to something, which is also not that creative, but that is also a possibility. Two cookies. The other one I thought would be was scatter strong. blast is 360 degrees self-cast. That sounds really weak. Really? You cookie in, and then you do a 360 scatter blast. That sounds okay. It's not good enough. Okay. I'm I'm pretty convinced that's not good enough. Because of its range, right? Like, it's a one-second AoE slow, but the damage is not significant enough unless all of the enemy heroes are close. It is more situational, yeah. It's very unlikely to happen. But I think considering all the data they have on these heroes, because I think they're relatively balanced right now, I don't think the ags are going to be, like, must-purchases on either of them. You could like if it's, maybe do some sort of ignite effect on a little shredder with eggs, where it has synergy with all of the three other spells. Because Scatterblast, Cookie, and Mortimer all have some sort of debuff. 
and maybe the shredder could like ignite off of the enemy being burnt or stunned or that something. sounds like brewmaster yeah kind I, of i don't think yeah. the ags will be attributed to the mortimer kisses or little shredder i think i'm pretty right. certain on that yeah. maybe we'll scatterblast but most the, likely cookie. the aggressive cookie could be fun yeah i like I it think. Very good idea, Cinderin. We'll see if it comes true. Okay, well, that brings our Dota section to a close. We have one little topic that we can discuss, Cinderman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have written down injuries. Right. Have you had any injuries in your life? So Tell this was a it. suggestion. This was a suggestion from Maruna. She was like, "Okay, if you have nothing to talk, I don't know how she even came up with it. Um, I can I can start if you want. So she was just Up talking about general, like if you've ever hurt yourself, like sports injuries or when you were a kid or whatever it is, mm. or you hurting your leg so you can't have blood, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'll go first. I've never needed, I've never broken anything. So I don't know how uncommon that is. I feel like everybody you know has broken something once through sport or through bad luck or whatever, but I've never had a broken limb. Um. So the worst physical injury thingies I can remember was one of them is from badminton. This one's actually pretty funny. You know, when you really, it's like this classical or classic when you're, um, when you really need to stretch for something, you get vocal, right? You know, this thing when you're, when you're reaching really oh. far, you're like, sure. right? yeah, yeah, exactly. When you really reach. So I had a ball that I needed to jump for in badminton and I was really reaching. So I was like getting vocal. And then I slammed my teeth into the ground. You can imagine jumping. You can imagine jumping to reach a ball and you go, ah, and then your teeth (laughs) hit the floor. (laughs) Yeah, that happened. Uh, That was very bad. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're saying you fell on your face first on the ground. So if you imagine this, you jump forward in badminton to reach a ball close to the net. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as you do it, because you're stretching, you get vocal and then my teeth (sighs) hit the ground. My upper, my upper teeth. I didn't break any teeth, but it was obviously painful and annoying. But yeah, it hurt for a while, and then it stopped. <sighs> Outside of that, uh, I fell down the stairs injury. once. I fell down the stairs at my friend's place once, where mm-hmm. I didn't catch onto the railing, so I just my butt hit every step down the way. <laughs> so basically, my tailbone was really hurting wow. for a while that do you think bad. that contributed um, to your ingrown hair and your butt that you got removed? absolutely it every step it <laughs> rammed in the hair for <laughs> uh and what else the last thing i can think of that was really painful was in second grade of high school we were on a student trip to france and we were in one of the hotel rooms or whatever and there were we had we were sharing rooms i think so there were like double beds and i wanted to jump over in the bed and somebody was laying in the bed and they had, imagine you lie down in bed and you have like your, your leg bent, right? So your knee is up. Mm. So I jumped there and then I landed solar plexus straight into that knee. I got all the air knocked out of me. That was really fucking painful and uncomfortable. I didn't get hurt, but that was probably the most painful thing I've ever experienced. That was more painful than the tooth thing. You've never been kicked on the balls surprising. or anything? I think it compares in pain to any ball. No, it's it's. I haven't how, been. How would you know if you've never full been force kicked, kicked in, the balls? in the balls? I haven't yeah. been full force kicked in the balls. No, but <laughs> solar plexus first, where you have. It's like one thing if you get like hit by something there, right? But when you full on lunge or like launch rather yourself into it, mm. there's a lot of. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it was bad. 
But yeah, I haven't broken anything. So I guess in terms of like long-term pain, I've been very lucky. It's just been these like short bursts of of bad pain that I short had. bursts of misery for you. That's yeah. that's good to hear. What about you? I bet you hurt yourself doing something. Uh, yes, I did. Um, <laughs> of course. So, you did. <laughs> oh boy, this story. Um, God, this is such a stupid story. I think I may have told this before in the past, but this is the only time I broke a bone in my entire life. Uh, this was junior year of high school. Do you guys have? Do you know what grade that would be? It's like 11th Junior grade, year of high school? I guess. Yeah. So you're like 15, 16? Uh, yeah, probably uh, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was at a <laughs> I was at a land party. <laughs> okay, now I have no idea what the injury I is. I injured myself at a land party, Cinderin. I don't know how it's possible, but I did it. Uh, so I was at my friend's house. No, sorry, not my friend. Uh I was hanging out with my friend and he was he invited me to this land party with his friend. So I didn't know anybody there, just just my friend. So it was very uncomfortable for me to be sitting there. We were playing mm-hmm. Counter-Strike and whatnot and I was by the way, this is when I was in my true prime. I was fucking god tier. Like <laughs> super fucking god tier, okay? Why why am I not surprised that we're bringing up CS:GO? I am telling you I was an actual god at this game. Okay. Uh, this was during the beta stage, like the late beta stages of Counter-Strike. Uh, right. Not that this is important in any way. It doesn't contribute to the story in any way, but I just wanted to say it one more time. Uh, sure. For whatever reason, they wanted to go prank somebody. And I'm just wanting to play games all day. I'm like, eh. And I was very socially awkward back then. And again, I don't know these people at all other than my one friend. Mm-hmm. So I just want to fit in. Usually I'm a nonconformist. I don't, like, you know... If somebody wants me to drink with them, I rarely do. Like, I just do what I want to do. This was not one of those instances. You've done this, it for me once, Shannon. I really appreciate that. I did it for you once. That is true, because you're a good friend. So they want to prank somebody by... If the prank was something like everybody... Somebody gets inside of a box, ring their doorbell, and then pop out. It was really stupid, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's the prank. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any backstory. Don't ask any questions. I don't have any memory of this. So the part of the story that actually we're talking about now is how we got to this place. So we, for whatever fucking reason, this guy, the guy that the house is owned by has a pickup Mm -hmm. truck and he wants to drive everybody there. So people start getting into the bed of the pickup truck and there's not enough room for everybody. Oh, no, no. So I am on the back of it with my hand on the back and my feet on the bumper, I guess it would be. And I'm very uncomfortable. And I'm like, eh, I'm trying to get into the bed of the truck because there is technically room, but he starts driving, okay? And I'm like, oh, shit. So I start holding on. And he's in a residential area. He's legitimately going like four, uh, I guess I have to do the conversions. He's going like 40 or 45 miles an hour in a residential, which is like okay. twice as 65. fast as he should be going. Like pretty freaking fast for you know that area. 70. That's really fast. And I started to panic. Like, again, you have to understand, I don't know how I'd react now, but I was just, I felt like a little kid. I I had just, like, just a few years prior, I'd come from Saudi Arabia, and I just had huge culture shock. I just, there's a lot of contributing factors of why I acted like this. I started to panic. So while he's driving, I'm like, I'm just going to get into the bed of the truck because I don't want to hang off of this. This is ridiculous. So I put one leg over as I'm getting in. He hits the brakes. And then the gas again, and I just fly off somersault style. And I have Holy very shit. little memory of what actually happened. 
afterwards, but uh, they they pick me up, they put me back in the truck, they drive back to the original house, and my friend starts to help me into the truck or into the the house with my arm over him or whatever, and I hear my my leg just feels like it snaps during the walk. I'm like, oh, and it hurts really bad. I have all these like cuts on my arms and my like I still have all these scars actually like all over my body from this because I rolled oh, over shit. on the on the ground. So it turns out I I had it was only a hairline fracture, but it was a fracture in my fibula, which is like in your ankle. Uh, mm-hmm. The funny thing is I don't even remember what leg it is anymore. I think it was my left, but I actually don't know for sure. I also got mm-hmm. a concussion and I was on crutches for a few months. So it's the one time I broke. You got away lucky something. even with that. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was this really sounds stupid. like the kind of this is the kind of accident where you can actually you know that can be fatal. Yep, that's fucking uh, so. Holy I'm the only shit. person I know that uh, got a oh, broken bad. bone at a land party. So right. Well, it wasn't technically at the land party. That would have been a really funny story too. <laughs> I got really I got so angry, angry when I didn't headshot. Somebody <laughs> threw his monitor at me. <laughs> that would be a puppy incident right there for sure. Maybe yeah. puppy can come on the show and tell us his story sometime. <laughs> tell us. <laughs> All right, so uh, that uh, brings this episode damn. to an end. Um, Sindarin, have you watched In Bruges? What do you think? I don't think you have, Sindarin. You are right. Good guess, Shannon. Thank you. You win a point. Woo. Well, at least this ends on a high note. I'm right about something, so that's good. Yes. Excellent. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for watching, guys. Remember, you can catch this podcast live at, uh, at twitch.tv slash sunsfantv uh, or on Dota Cinema for the actual VOD or on any podcast-related app, including but not limited to Spotify. A lot of people are... The meme is continuing. Is this on Spotify, Sindarin? Indeed it is. Believe it or not, guys, it actually is. But if you go to sunsfan.gg slash podcast, it'll give you an entire list of all the audio platforms that are available for this bad boy. So thanks for watching, guys. Until next week. We should be on schedule for next week, right? Yes, I think so. I don't see why not. You get back from the major like a day before that or something? Yeah, I come back I on the twenty seventh in at like noon Sick. or in the afternoon. So now, are we expecting the patch to be out by then? That's the question. It could be. That would be a great episode. It would be. Ice Frog, if you're if you're listening, I don't care how polished it is, you come up with that shit immediately. <laughs> Release Thank something, you. dude. Please, God. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Until next time, Suns fan Cinderin signing out. Bye. Goodbye. We say things that don't mean anything. But thanks for listening. Yeah.